Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. Today, we have David Strickle on our show, and we're super excited to have him. He has a background of 20 years of corporate executive and um, a corporate executive position for interior design. And um, all through that, he he had a spiritual side, but it was kind of hidden. And so as he ca- kind of came out of that lifestyle and and all he was doing there and started tuning in more to the spiritual side and, and something he calls channeling, um, he was able to learn to connect with flow and with abundance. And he's learned that on a level where he's helping so many other people. So we're so excited to have you here, David. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's fantastic to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. I know you've written a book. What's the book called? Uh, my first book okay. is The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. Uh, okay. that's been out for a little while now. It's a really, uh, it's a spiritual book, definitely, but it's a very unusual spiritual book. Uh, a lot of law of attraction information in there, but our teachings go way, 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 way beyond typical law of attraction teachings. We actually make the tools useful uh, and make people successful utilizing spirituality in their lives. That sounds awesome. But maybe have to check that out. How did they, how can we find that book? Is that a book that you could find on like Amazon or? Definitely, you know, it's where- on Amazon, uh, ebook and okay. paperback on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And there's lots of other places too, but Amazon obviously is the, the big one these days. So you can definitely get it on Amazon. Cool. Awesome. So I know that your big focus is to help get people from a victim space, which all of us kind of learn that as children and just whatever's happening to me kind of a thing. And then to moving to, having life happen for you, kind of like our focus where, you know, we, we go from surviving to thriving and that mindset. And so I know you, you have, um, I guess the word might be developed, uh, a sort of practice, the Taya practice. Is that the word that you would use that you've developed this practice? Absolutely. Because the, the, my spiritual side, the side that, as you said, I kept hidden, I used to call it just my knowing it's, it really is the same thing as your intuition. But I had a very well-developed intuition as a child. And luckily for me now, I had very uh, disassociated parents. So I sort of was left to my own devices to raise myself. So this knowing actually guided me through life. And it guided me through life in a very non-traditional way where I really didn't get past the 10th grade in school. Uh, I was dyslexic. I wasn't a good student. I ended up dropping out of school, getting a GED and starting my own business at 19. And from mm-hmm. there, I went into a multi-year, very successful corporate career. And then, as you said, I got to a point in my life uh, where I couldn't keep this stuff to myself. Because actually, prior to that, I got into my early 40s and looked around at my life and realized that I had manifested for myself. We use that term a lot. We really manifest everything that we have. But I, I had abundance in my life materially. Uh, I had a beautiful home. I had great cars. I had expensive clothes and, and you know, expensive bottles of wine in my wine cellar and all that stuff going on uh, in my life. And I wasn't happy. I was about 300 pounds at that point. Uh, I had chronic back pain. I was addicted to Oxycontin. 
Uh, I was in a bad relationship, a relationship I should have been out of 10 years prior. I think we would have both agreed at that time and absolutely do today that we had no business being together at that point. But I was really wound up in this material lifestyle and I liked the stuff. I still like nice things. There's nothing wrong with nice things, but they're not a replacement for loving yourself and being in a state of true joy. So I spent the next eight to 10 years really working on myself. And I got out of the dysfunctional relationship. I sold the big house, liquidated everything in it, moved from a 4,200 square foot house to a 650 square foot condo. Very happy day when I did that. Uh, just mm -hmm. let go of all that stuff that wasn't doing anything for me. Uh, lost the weight, uh, got out of the chronic back pain uh, situation that I was in, got myself off of Oxycontin. And the last frontier for me was walking away from a mid six figure uh, job that I did very comfortably uh, to, to teach, to write books and, and, and teach what I teach full time. And I started teaching it. And from these teachings, I started doing an online uh, course early on in, the, in this scenario, just to make a living, really. I just started teaching things to people because I realized that, gosh, if I developed a course, I can actually help people transform their lives. And it was a vehicle for me to, to stay afloat while I was writing my book and doing all those things. Well, that blossomed into something much more special than that. That blossomed into this full-blown spiritual practice where I took all the tools that I didn't even realize I was, you know, I didn't sit down and say, I'm going to create a system for myself. I just did. And it took years to create, but when I did, it worked. And then when I started teaching it to other people, it worked very well. The first two people that took my course were transformed by it. One works for me to this day. And the other is, is out of a, an abusive relationship and, and completely self-supporting to this day and much happier. And, and so since that time, the course blossomed into what we now call the Taya practice. The course blossomed into Taya boot camp. And I teach Taya all over the world now. I teach whether you're in boot camp or not, I'm teaching Taya all the time. So boot camp is sort of the holy grail that we have, but I love to teach the tools to everybody because I want everybody to learn these things. That's awesome. So Taya has to do with meditating, forgiveness, a spiritual, like spiritual practices, right? Yeah, it's, 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 it's we, we teach a set of tools that you can implement in your daily life and in time, make them your new habit of thought. Uh, forgiveness is a very key component of this. You mentioned the, the victim mindset. And I'm not about victim blaming. This isn't about blame at all. I'm yeah. about victim empowerment because telling someone that they're a victim isn't really helping them. It's really holding them in that space. And you, you notice, and we all do this, that when we feel like a victim of something, though that circumstance reoccurs in our lives over and over and over again. I can't tell you how many people I work with that are always broke. No matter what happens, they go back to, you know, zero out in the checking account at the end of the month, or even if they have a windfall, that seems to evaporate. Or women that I work with all the time that have this history of abusive relationships, or they're always attracting narcissists, or, you know, something of that nature. And it just keeps happening over and over and over again. And as long as we keep that, that vibration active, that, that mindset of that's who I am and that's what I do, even if you want to, to sort of change it in the front of your mind, that opinion of yourself is sort of always running in the back of your mind. Yeah, the subconscious. We right? <laughs> yeah, we always do. We, we all do this. And it's, it's not an easy thing to change your subconscious pattern of thought, especially when you have things in your past that those memories are active. When you think back to this situation that was very painful, if not traumatic, you activate that energy. 
you know, keeps mm-hmm. that going. And of course, all of this is rooted in law of attraction. But to me, law of attraction is like gravity. It's just happening all the time. We don't quote unquote use the law of attraction. It's just attracting things into our lives. And our teachings go really deep into polarity. Uh, we are very obviously in a polarized environment. You see polarity on every topic, especially politics. Uh, mm-hmm. but you can think of, you have, there's two sides to every story because we're in a polarized environment. But what polar, polarity does is it sort of takes our vibration, which is the same thing as our mood or our emotions. It takes it on this roller coaster ride. This is why one day we will feel up We'll feel like we're on top of the world. When we dream a dream, we sort of believe it. We start daydreaming. We just feel good. The birds are singing. Everything just seems positive in that day. And the very next day, for no external reason, you hit bottom. (laughs) Yeah, we and we're all aware of it, right? We all know we have that. But I've labeled it vibrational flow. I'm sure there are other more uh, clinical labels out there for it. But vibrational flow is part of our existence, and understanding that when we're up in that higher vibrational space. Uh, if you believe in the law of attraction at all, you understand that when you're up there, you're attracting the good things into your life, the things that you want because you believe them. But when your vibration drops and you're in doubt and fear and envy and all these things, then you're attracting things like that. That's how we attract unwanted things. And we all do. It's mm-hmm. natural to attract unwanted things into our lives. We're not sitting around thinking, gosh, I really hope I get a cancer diagnosis or I hope my partner cheats on me. Or I hope I go broke or get, you know, nobody thinks that. Of course not. But yeah, the, we don't know what we're creating, but right. yes, we're, we're, we're putting it out there. <laughs> by default, we're creating one way or the other. And we can be more intentional about it. But until you understand polarity and vibrational flow, law of attraction teachings are very frustrating. They were for me. Very frustrating. Yeah. Because you think the biggest areas of your life tend to be the things that are the hardest to manifest. If you think money is difficult to come by, that's going to be the thing that's hard for you to manifest. If you think true love is, is hard to come by or health or weight loss, those big things, and people usually have two or three big things that they really want, that they think they need to be happy. And those are the things that they that elude them. Because you have to understand that the, the universal process of creation, people call it the universe, only answers yes. Everything is just answered yes. I believe that I can start a new business and be successful. Yes, you can. And then your your vibration drops a little bit. Well, how is that going to work? I don't have the money for that. I've never been successful in business before. I'm reading all these books. I'm watching these videos. People are telling me how hard it is, how most businesses fail. They're probably right. I'm going to fail too. The universe then is going to say, yes, you're right. You're going to fail now. Vibration really is like that. If you're not into this stuff, you know, it sounds a little hokey, but if you kind of really don't think about your own life, look at the lives of the people that are around you, your coworkers, your family, and notice that the confident, positive people tend to have those, those similar results. And the people that are pessimistic are always having some sort of negative result. And then look at your own life and be very honest with yourself because that, that being honest hurts in the beginning. Yeah. It's it's painful. (laughs) Sure It is. It is. But the only reason I, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I want everyone to go look in the mirror and be very honest with themselves and, and, and question, you know, where is my vibration really? What am I really sending out to the universe? Because if I'm not getting the results that I want, there's something that I can work on. And the great thing about that is once you get past the initial pain of that realization, you're empowered. And one of the things that I do on my podcast is every time I have a problem in my life, I will hop on my podcast and I'll share it because my life is much better than it used to be. 
I live in a state of joy most of the time. I'm very clear. I live with the love of my life. I live in a beautiful home. I drive a great car. I have the best dog I've ever had in my life. I have good friends. But, you know, I've gained weight back during COVID. I, you know, have different things that pop up in my business. Uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur now. I, I was really used to having a big fat paycheck come in every other week. I don't have that anymore. You know, my business ebbs and flows like any entrepreneur's business does. I have real things that I share with people, but I always share how I'm working through it. Yeah. I always take complete so, ownership of everything that I'm manifesting. Yeah. So tell us, you were talking about, you know, when these problems come up or the big things that we really want in our life that we feel will make us happy and how we almost like chase them away. So what are your, your ideas with this, um, the Taya practice or with your whole mindset? What, what are your best takeaways for helping people to start attracting those in? Sure. Well, first I'll tell you that Taya, T-Y-A stands for trust your abundance because in all oh, the work that I've done and all the studies and all of my own experiments, I have found that trust in the universal process of creation is the most important thing. You've got to trust because when your vibration goes down, that trust is the thing that allows you to sort of push through and, and have your vibration go back up. Uh, think about a new relationship. You just meet somebody, you're really into each other. The vibration is really high at that time. Inevitably, the vibration is going to drop and you're going to start noticing flaws that perhaps you didn't see before. And you can decide if you discern that those flaws are your preference or not and sort of allow the trust to flow through that period and then for the vibration to go back up to where the solutions are and, and sort of let that low period be the thing that made your creation better. So your yeah. relationship gets stronger because you had a rift and you worked through it and you actually got to know and respect the other person more. Or you decided they weren't for you and you 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 bailed. Some people bail at the first sign of negativity. And yeah. that's why a lot of relationships don't go anywhere. But well, anything operates like that. Businesses, if you're starting a business and you start out and you're so excited about it, everything is you know falling into place and then you get into business and suddenly you have a really uh, bad period where there's no business coming in and you lose your confidence. A lot of people quit at that point and get back into the job market. But the successful yeah. companies of the world push through that period. If you've ever read about Apple, how many times did Apple almost got a business? And now they're one of the most yeah. successful companies in the history of the world. That is the universal process of creation. So understanding this vibrational flow is very important. One of the, the four pillars of Taya, <clears throat> one is forgiveness. And forgiveness means finding appreciation for all of the transgressors in your life. Because one of the things that really keeps us down is having these things that we hearken back to, especially early childhood stuff. And we feel so victimized and we feel abused and we feel like our parents, you know, did us a disservice and things of this nature. And yeah. what we don't understand is that record is playing, that recording is playing in the back of our minds all the time. I was abused. I wasn't worthy. I was a victim. We were always broke. Uh, you know, my father didn't love my mother, whatever it is, the, all that, that energy is present in you. And uh -huh. You forgive it. And when I say forgive, I don't mean you did something bad to me and I'm going to let you off the hook and get over it. I mean, I'm going to dig in and find appreciation for it. And I have people that I've worked with that have had unspeakable things happen in their lives that had to find appreciation for it to overcome it and deactivate the negative energy around it. I had to deactivate. Yeah. My father left when I was six and was never really involved in my life after that to this day. My mother fought for custody and then decided she didn't want to have children anymore, told me she hated me, even told me to commit suicide at one point. So I had to, I had to deal with all of that. 
And until I found, and when I got out of the, my parents didn't love me victim space and moved into the, my parents being disassociated in my life was the best thing that ever happened to me space. That was empowering. Yes. Finding the good in our circumstances and in our life's experiences. And then like almost rejoicing in those. I love that. Finding the appreciation, like you yeah, said. And I, and, and a lot of times people hear that and they, they think because they're so active in that, that vibration of I was abused or I was harmed, they think there's no way I could ever do that. I'll give you two <laughs> extreme examples of people that I've worked with that have, have appreciated. I have a woman who was abducted and tortured and raped who found appreciation for that. Wow. That was journey. I don't do that. That's a big one. <laughs> That's a big one, right? And, it, it yeah. and I give these extreme examples just to say, let them be inspiring to you. And I have another woman whose son was murdered and she had to find wow. appreciation for that. And that completely changed her life because she spent five years being the, the mother of a murder victim. Mm-hmm. Now she's the mother of a son who had an experience that ended his life at 23. And it's, it's very transformative when you reach that space of finding appreciation for the worst moments of your life. So I deal with really heavy stuff and then I deal with not so heavy stuff. It's whatever people are looking to transform in their lives. I give the extreme examples, hopefully to inspire people that they can, they can find appreciation for anything because you can't, yeah. again, it's not like, gosh, I'm so happy that happened. It was great. It really is digging to, okay, how have I transformed as a human being as a result of that trauma? Yeah. How can that serve me now? For me, it's I'm teaching people all over the world how to to do the things that I did to improve their lives and it works. So Mm -hmm. there's my light at the end of the tunnel. Everybody can find that. So that's a very important one because that's the reason most people are blocked. Yeah, forgiveness is huge. Yeah, Yeah, hearkening back to I was mistreated, we were broke, I was always poor, I'm not worthy, Uh, people didn't like me in high school. You know, all of that stuff is very real. Because yeah. everything that's ever happened, you know, is still really present in us as our recollection of it. So as long mm-hmm. as we're recalling the negative version of it, we're going to keep things like that coming into our lives. Yes. That's so, so what is your next pillar? You've got forgiveness. That's huge. <laughs> and the then what is, uh, is called polarity. And that's understanding your vibration and your vibrational flow. It really is paying attention to your emotional state. Because we, we tend to find out about meditating or some sort of spiritual practice or yoga or prayer or whatever it is. And we get into that state for a little period of time in a day and we feel good. It feels yes. really good. And then we get into our lives and we get into traffic or email or family discussion. Boom, the vibration, all yeah. of that work is gone because we're right back down into the muck, right? Yes. Really understanding sure. how to work with your vibrational flow, uh, you know, understanding that high day and how to utilize that to your advantage, understanding of what not to do in the downtime. Yeah. Uh, the things people do in the downtime that I teach them not to do, this is a good little nugget that you can do right away, is I, I use the visual of a spiral, of, of a virtual vibrational spiral, meaning the top of the spiral is positive, the bottom of the spiral is negative, and we've got a whole range of emotion in between. Well, the negative emotion is our negative creation time. We're chasing away our dreams and attracting things that we don't want when we're down there, but we all yeah. go down. You're not going to cure that. But the thing to do, I visualize this spiral, and I'm a visual person, so visual people can do this a bit easier, but you can, you can develop your own tool to do this. I literally visualize this thing called the thought train pulling up. Because when you're down in that muck, the thought train loves to arrive and you hop on it 
And then suddenly I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm never going to do this. This is going to work for me. I'm going to go on Instagram to feel better. Now I'm jealous of all the stuff I'm seeing on Instagram because everyone's life is perfect on Instagram. And we do, and we start beating ourselves up. And in that moment, we are sabotaging ourselves. And then you learn about stuff like this. Then you're beating yourselves up for that. So you've got to not board. Yeah, yourself. yeah. <laughs> it's about make, getting some, building some tools in your life to understand that you feeling joy is the most important thing. Because first of all, if you find a path to joy, regardless of any external changes, you're happier. When you find joy with your empty bank account and your your non-existent relationship and your overweight body and your you know bad diagnosis and all of this crap that we all experience in our lives. When you find joy in that and learn to find joy, suddenly the stakes are not as high for all the other stuff that you think you need to be happy. That is the magic of this is (laughs) when you find that joy and the stakes are not as high, it's a lot easier to manifest that stuff that you want because you're not in that vibration of, I really need this. Mm -hmm. You're not desperate. (laughs) Right. Desperation is, is a, is not an attractor, right? We know that. Yes. yes. We're desperate for a job. I've hired probably thousands of people in my lifetime or been involved in the hiring process. And there was nothing more of a turnoff than when someone was really desperate for the job because as a hiring manager, you have to wonder why are they so desperate for this job? You know, if they're as great as they say they are, they should come in here and come. The people I like to hire were people that were confident. The people that would come in and interview me. Why should I work for you? I'm very talented. You know, not cocky, but just that confidence of, what, you yeah. know, what do you have to offer me? I'm shopping around for the best opportunity to place my skills. I loved that. I hired That's lots great. of people based just on that vibration. The vibration of I'm so desperate, I need a job, I'll do anything, I don't care what you pay me. That's not appealing to a hiring manager. That's so true. Hating. You know, and you're desperate with a person that's, oh, I just need a partner. I need a boyfriend. I'm gay, so I can say boyfriend. Yeah. I need a boyfriend so bad. I just need, <laughs> you know, who wants that? Everyone, that's really repelling to anybody, right? You know, it needs to be yeah, for sure. confident and fun and just having a good time and not necessarily needing anything. That scares people off. So yes. that, that vibration of need is always answered again from the universe with, yes, you need it. And you're going to stay in a cycle of needing it as long as you think you need it. So releasing mm-hmm. that vibration of need and just learning to find appreciation for what is. That's, that's, that's so important. And I've learned to do that in my life because I've had plenty of times where I had the vibration of need going on. I realized it and stopped it and changed the situation instantaneously because I realized, yeah. oh, I've got to get out of this vibration of need. It's not a good place to be. For sure. Okay, cool. So that has to do with our polarity and just watching those emotions, watching right. where they're at and being aware of that and getting to that space of more joy and appreciation for wherever we're at. So that's, that's great. So we've got forgiveness, polarity. So what's the third pillar? The third one is source. And <clears throat> this one gets a little sticky because everybody has their own belief system. Some people are religious and they call source God uh, or some, you know, something like God. Uh, some people are atheists and believe there's nothing beyond us. Uh, I am not a, a, a super deep spiritual person in the big tent of spirituality, meaning uh, ascended masters and, and uh, you know, all of that, that, that complex stuff. I have not personally experienced that. My experience is consciousness beyond physical that I believe we all have a connection to. And that is our intuition. That's our worthiness. That's our love of self. I call that energy source. And that is what I, I share from that perspective. And I've created this set of tools from that perspective and it works. 
So source connection is really about just being still and being quiet, being out in nature, appreciating yourself. It's nothing that you have to go find because it's already there. And everybody has their own belief system and your belief system trumps everything. So people that are, uh, for instance, I was raised Christian and I know that I had family members that were Christians that prayed and believed in God and believed in Jesus Christ and that served them. So that, that can be source for people mm -hmm. who have that belief system that can be source. If you don't have that belief system, uh, you, you have your own version of that. And I think we all get to create our own version of that. It, none of us really know what's quote unquote right or wrong. I don't really believe in right or wrong. So I don't think there's any getting this wrong. I don't think there's any one dogmatic path to you have to do this. You know, I love Taya. I know it's transformative. Do I think it's the right thing for everyone? No. But for people that really want practical tools, utilizing universal law, it works. And we've proven it, it works for the last three years. So that's the third is source connection and really meditation and self-appreciation. Uh, it can be as simple as that, or it can be something much deeper. I love that. I think until you have that, like you said, the self, you used a different word, but self-love or appreciation for self and your connection with source. I think that's really important. That's kind of foundational to have anything else come in is, hey, I'm worthy of, of receiving. I'm important and I am connected. That's great. Okay, so what's number four? And the fourth is intention, because intention okay. is very powerful. When, when you, especially when you do these other three things, when you're really paying attention to your vibration and you're meditating, uh, some sort of meditation, meditation is different for everyone. You're, you, for everyone, you have that source connection flowing, uh, and you're just understanding those those first three pillars. Intention becomes very powerful. I can tell you that I used to get. I used to live in San Francisco, and I lived right downtown, in the middle of the city. And my job required me to get, when I was in town, I had to get in the car and drive out in different directions every day. And it was a good hour to get in and out of the city every day. And it really stressed me out. And one of the things that I did was I realized that I'm creating this stressful situation by me labeling it stressful. I need to yeah. set attention just to have an enjoyable commute. And I did. It changed that quickly. And I realized that some mornings I'd pull out of that parking garage and it'd be raining and I would kind of be in a bad spot spot. And right away, someone would cut me off. I would hit every red light. Uh, traffic would be worse than usual. And I could change my perspective and literally change my experience. I wouldn't have people cutting me off. I would hit all the green lights. Uh, even if I got stuck in traffic, I would look and there would be something beautiful to admire, you know, on the side of a beautiful building or something. Finding things to appreciate in the commute and enjoying that hour of my day and, you know, turning off Howard Stern, which was entertaining, and turning on something that really fed me spiritually during that time and was uplifting was very transformative. And That's so awesome. I did that. I changed my commute. <clears throat> I changed my commute so much that I did away with my commute. My, my life and my career transformed to the point where, you know, I didn't commute anymore at all. In fact, even before COVID, I started a business where I worked from home. So I don't ever have to commute now because I showed such appreciation for it that I detuned the, the drama of it, if you will, the transgressor energy around it. And now I'm in a situation where I've got a beautiful car sitting in the garage that moves maybe twice a week because I just don't have to get in the car and commute anymore. Plus I live in Palm Springs where you know commuting is no big deal. So I completely transform my reality around that all the way from working full-time, living in downtown San Francisco to working from home when I want to work, living in Palm Springs where there's no traffic. 
So you, you learned what you needed to from the situation. So you didn't need that situation in your life anymore. That's right. just another way of saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Great way of saying that we, we manifest yeah. these situations to, to facilitate our expansion, our growth. You're right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love what you said about changing your perspective. I wrote down change your perspective, change your experience. And I think so many times in my life, I've noticed even in my own family, their perspective of something. And the older I've gotten, I've realized like I can change my perspective of this. And it, it really does change the whole experience of it. And that's been really huge in my life. And so when you, when you said that, it really touched me. I like that. Change your perspective, change your experience. Yeah, it's true. And it, we're, we're all works in progress. And we have Christmas coming up this week. And if you're celebrating holidays, Christmas or New Year's or whatever you celebrate with your family, you have an opportunity coming up if you're going to be in person with your family. I know that's not as, as popular this year as usual, but you have an opportunity to experiment with this and the people in your family that perhaps annoy you a little bit, the ones that you never see. And then when you see them they're <laughs> done in about yeah. half an hour, find things to appreciate about them rather than being annoyed and realize that being annoyed by someone is a choice. And if you do some energy work before you go into any situation and set a positive intention, I, I do. I, when I get in the car now to this day, I intend a safe and stress-free commute. And since I started doing that, I have not had a speeding ticket. I have not had an accident. I have not had anything, any kind of mishap in my car at all, where I used to live on in my twenties, I was in road rage all the time. And, you know, I got mature enough to get past that, but still there are some people that still get really enraged driving. It can be deadly. And so setting that intention for a safe and stress-free uh, journey regardless of where you're going, you will have that experience and you'll start to realize how powerful you really are. That's awesome. That's great. So can you tell us a little bit about your freebie, the meditation that you're going to give our listeners? And we will include that in the show notes, but can you talk to them a little bit about that? Sure. There's a thing that we uh, have put together that people seem to really like, and it's, uh, we talk about source connection. And again, source is in you already, but we've been taught that it's something external or that we're not worthy and or we can't find it or we try to meditate and our brains you know, are so overstimulated with media, caffeine and everything else. Uh, <laughs> so we created a guided meditation called Source Connection. And it's all about connecting you to your own personal source connection. Again, it's not a set of preaching. There's no rules, there's no worship. It's nothing about that whatsoever. It's your own higher self connection. And there's two things that happen in this recording. One is channel material. So it's me speaking uh, this, this perspective of source consciousness, eternal wisdom, in such a way that connects you with that energy because we all have that connection. It's part of all of us. We're all channels, quote unquote. And then there's backing music uh, by Christo Polani. Uh, Christo Polani, there was a band when I was a kid before your time called Air Supply. Uh, and he was a drummer for Air Supply, and he's gone on as a spiritual musician, and he's created this acoustic music, and you've probably all listened to uh, music before that was like electronic music to meditate. This is acoustic music that is not electronic at all, that takes you on this sort of uh, higher vibrational journey. So you've got the music, and you've got the spoken word uh, guiding you to this natural source connection. So anyway, that's uh, what we've created. People love it. Uh, it's A lot of people say it's a very transformative experience just to listen to this. And if they text the word AWAKEN to 760-284-7665, they get that guided meditation for free. And then they get an invitation to join our Facebook group and just some other things to learn more about Taya. Okay. 
Perfect. That's Great. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try that. And for all of our listeners, just check that out in the show notes. If you weren't able to write down that number. And before we let you go, David, we would love to hear your oops moment. Ah, uh, my oops moment. It was funny when you, when you uh, asked me to bring one of those, the first one that came to mind is a story I love to tell about, you know, I had this, this mid six figure career, uh, and as I said, I jumped out of the airplane in 2017. I had a podcast. I still have the Stream of David podcast. I had my book that wasn't even published yet. Uh, I didn't really have a way to make money. And I started with this online course. I didn't know what that was going to look like. And at some point, I ran out of money. And I was literally broke. And here I was teaching abundance. And my, my life looked abundant. I lived in a million-dollar home and drove a nice car and had all the stuff. But my, my financial life was just down to zero. And I am all about pushing through these lower vibrational moments because when you push through and don't retreat back to your old self, you, you get success on anything. So I remember shopping for food and all I had money for was tuna. And I had not had that experience as an adult. I grew up as a poor kid, but as an adult, I always manifested plenty of money. So I'm walking around a supermarket here in Palm Springs, shopping for tuna, pricing tuna because I knew how much money I had in my pocket to buy groceries and realized I was wearing a $30,000 Rolex watch shopping for tuna. So <laughs> kind of a ridiculous moment, but I wasn't Two ready to hawk my watch. Uh, yeah. I, knew that, I knew that I would manifest the flow of my, I still have my watch. Uh, and I knew that I would manifest the flow of money and that everything would be fine, but it was kind of a moment of truth. Like, wow, here I am shopping, but I laughed about it. You know, you can yeah. get depressed and down on yourself and cry and say that you were in tears shopping for tuna, but I realized it was a choice. It was my choice to leave my job. It was my choice to not sell my watch. It was my choice to push through that time and it worked. The and money you, came flowing like back. Talked, yeah. Like you talked earlier, it's that keeping the trust, trusting yourself trusting your higher power, trusting that it's going to all work itself out, right? <laughs> there, there is, I, I know and I believe that we manifest everything, including our problems. And as you pointed out, our problems are our manifestation to help us grow in the solving of them. And they will recur until we solve them. But the solutions are up in high vibration. So when we find appreciation for the problem and meet it in joy, our vibration naturally rises and we solve the problem. I laughed about shopping for tuna wearing a $30,000 watch. And in my laughing about it and having a high vibration about it, the solution flowed. Business came rolling back. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's great. Cool. All right. Well, we have really appreciated you being on today, David. We're curious too about your channeling. And um, so I don't know if there, if you could do that for a few minutes today, or if we should have you back on, is that something that would take a little while or it takes time because they get really deep into answering deep questions. So maybe a different uh, episode, I'll come back and just do that. Uh, if you yeah. go to the stream of David on YouTube there, I channel every week in YouTube, but I would love to come back and do a whole episode of just that there. Uh, the, it, it's, 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 kind of a, a more lengthy process because one question will will have you ask two or three more. And I went last night for two solid hours channeling because of solstice, I was on a show and it was incredible. So maybe wow. we'll a separate episode of just channeling and you can ask anything that you want. That sounds great. We'll have to have you back for that. Yeah, well, I'd like that. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful, David. And thanks for awesome. sharing your wisdom and your Taya practice and just all of this um, help, you know, it just helps to hear your experiences yeah. and your story. It's yeah, life changing. It's incredible to hear kind of what you've come from and and what, what you've moved through yeah, too. What, yeah, 
That's great. Well, thank, thank you, you for so having much. me. I really appreciate it. And thank the audience for uh, interacting with us. Yeah, thanks. And audience, go ahead and, and check out that number and text awaken to that number. And then you can uh, get that free meditation and, you know, take it to the next level, put a little practice in, right? <laughs> practice. It takes practice because we have to unlearn all of the limiting stuff that we're all taught in our society. We're taught a lot of fear. Yes, so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, David. We hope you have a wonderful, as we're moving into the new year, hope you have a wonderful new year and um, appreciate you being on and we'll, we'll set up a time to have you back on, talk more about channeling. So thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you. Are you feeling stuck in an area of life, relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you have always wanted and the happiness you are worthy of. And so Christina and Liz have started a movement to support you in making positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a three-month support group with all of this and more. In Arise Now, you will learn to make vision boards work for you you will have the support to set and accomplish a 30-day goal, daily accountability, and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. You will receive five weekly live trainings, including learning to use valuable tools and techniques to help you start shifting your mindset from surviving to thriving. We wanna help you arise now. We believe in you. We know that you have what it takes to make your dreams a reality, and now you have the support to do it. Join us for our next Arise Now movement. Click on the link in the show notes to claim your spot to Arise Now, or go to our website and enter your email for more details at ariseandthrivelife.com.